across the world um, to produce DVDs to reach more people with his powerful, life-changing tools and strategies. He speaks numerous times a year with all over the world. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I would like to introduce Professor Gupta. Good evening, Professor. Hey, good evening, Raphael. How are you? I'm fine, sir. How are you doing this evening? I'm very honored to be on your show, and um, I have great content for your listeners. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you being here. Uh, and uh, the book you wrote is called Immediate Happiness. What made you decide to write this book with the various different things that you have going on in your life? So, uh, several years ago, I was in a very, very difficult position uh, financially. And, uh, I, you know, people think that knowledge is power, but it's not. Knowledge is not power unless you implement. So at that time, I knew what to do, but I just found it so hard to implement. And I said to myself, there has to be an easier way to implement the technologies that we have available so that we get immediate results. And that's where the title came from. I thought, oh, that's a perfect title, Immediate Results. Uh, immediate happiness. So what I do, I, I, I break it down into simple, easy-to-do uh, methodologies, tools that you can immediately apply with immediate results. Yeah, listeners. Okay, so proceed. So, for example, um, if uh, there's some part of your life that's not missing, uh, that's missing, you feel unhappy, to change how you feel, all you have to do is one simple uh, thing. And I, I, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do an experiment with you, Raphael. All right. So, give me 10 things you can be grateful for right now. Living, happy family, um, I'm healthy, uh, my talents, my different various talents. Uh, basically, I'm just, I, I could put sum it up in one, just happy to be living. Living to me is just doing the things that I love to do. As far as writing, writing screenplays, the show, um, empowering people. Um, overcoming struggle and adversity. Uh, it's different things. <laughs> I think about seven or six, right? Right. All right. So how do you feel now, thinking about that? How do you feel? How do I feel? I feel happy. I'm just, I'm happy to be, for being, just being who I am. As far as myself, oneself, I'm happy that I'm doing the things that I, I, I love to do. Good. So by you just focusing on gratitude, it makes you feel differently. If you focus on, on the things that, are working rather than the things that are not working. So it's important to, to, to notice what you're focusing on because whatever you focus on is what you get. So if you focus on the economy is not working, you're going to get that. But if you, if you focus on this fact, this is the greatest time to become a millionaire than any other time in the history of the planet. Then you think, wow, it's a different feeling. It's a, it's a different opportunity. Correct. Correct. And what would you tell someone? Uh, how can you tell someone to be ha How can someone be happy? If they're struggling, how how will one be happy? A person be happy. Okay. So the, the, the most important thing is to change your focus. Write down ten, twenty, fifty, a hundred things you can be grateful for, and then and the other thing to do is to stop focusing on you and focus on other people. Ask yourself this question: How can I serve other people? What is it I can do to make someone else's life better? As soon as you stop focusing on you and you start serving other people, you will immediately feel better. And how many books have you? have you actually written so far? I just and actually it's, published. Uh, it's one book uh, published. It's called Immediate Happiness. It's available on Amazon. It's a number one bestseller. And it, it's a practical guide. It's got practical methodologies that you can immediately apply with immediate results. And can you ex tell, can you just, the listeners, can you just l explain to them who you are just briefly? Um, I gave them a brief bio who you are, can you just explain to them what you have accomplished as far as with your seminars, uh, with your 
articles that you've written? Sure. Um, I, I've written a bestseller book called Immediate Happiness. I've spoken at Harvard. I've spoken um, uh, in different parts of the world. I, I've, I've had talks in Africa, in Asia, in Australia, in New Zealand, in uh, England. I, I do workshop seminars. I do one-to-one -one coaching programs. If, if there's any issue you want removed in your life, I can do that. It's a very special gift. And why should people listen to you out of all the other uh, motivational speakers and, and empowerment writers? What makes you okay. stand alone? Well, I get results. Uh, and I'm not a motivational speaker. See, it's, easy, it's very easy to motivate people. I can motivate uh, someone to, take, uh, to lose weight, but the real power comes from inspiration. If I inspire someone to lose weight, that's a hundred times more powerful than motivation. Motivation is normally external. Inspiration is normally internal. So if I can, if I can inspire someone to take action, that's where, where the results will come from. And, as, and if you look at my website, my website is immediatehappiness.com, you'll see hundreds of video testimonials of, of happy, happy people who've been through my program. So you have, your, you have a very successful program that you implement, correct? Yeah. And, and based on results, uh, because it's proven methodologies, and these are uh, laws of the universe. They cannot, they, they cannot be broken. So once you know the laws, you can easily implement them. And where would, one, where would a person find, where, where would they be actually find or start, be able to start and begin to find the laws of the universe and these, these things that can inspire them to, to reach the next level? Okay. So if they go on my website, which is immediatehappiness.com, I've got uh, my book is available as a free download. I, I don't even take your email address. It's absolutely free. And there are some free videos. I, I talk about the number one discipline that will change your life completely and immediately. Uh, and would you like me to share that? Yes. Okay. The number one discipline, if you master this one discipline, you will master your life. And that is the discipline of awareness. You cannot be fulfilled. You cannot be joyful. You cannot be in love. You cannot be loved unless you have awareness. So awareness is the fundamental cornerstone of all joy, happiness, fulfillment. So the next question you may ask is, how do I achieve or uh, gain awareness? And that's just a muscle. You know, it, it's just a muscle that once you develop, once you start using it, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. But can I share how uh, people can reach a higher level of awareness? Yes. So it's very simple. It's very practical. But if you... Uh, uh, get a handkerchief and tie a knot in the handkerchief and put it in your pocket. Every time you feel that handkerchief, you can say to yourself, oh, why is that handkerchief there? Oh, yes, I have to become aware. If you can put a post-it note on your computer screen. You can have your phone make a, a, a noise or a, a ding every two hours or three hours. You can wear a, an elastic band or rubber band around your wrist to remind you to become So what happens is, as you notice, you become aware of being aware. And it's just a muscle that you develop, and it gets stronger and stronger. Okay, and do you think that people these days lack awareness? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we're never taught awareness. We're never taught that it's important. We're never taught how to develop it. And I, and I agree with you, because the, 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 the time that we're in now, uh, people are really not aware of what's going on. They're not aware of the manipulation through the television, the manipulation, through the music, certain literature. Um, they're not aware of it because people are not bringing it to them. And the people that do, such as ourselves, that bring it to them, they don't grasp it right away. You know, they might have to go through a life-changing um, situation to really start 
listening to people such as ourselves that's trying to make them conscious and make them aware. And that's uh, very true. And this is where adversity comes in. Uh, I, I, I say to people, adversity is your friend because in the midst of adversity, one often gets clarity because that's what uh, awareness brings. Awareness brings clarity. Clarity brings focus. Focus brings action. Action brings results. And results ultimately brings us happiness, joy, fulfillment. But we cannot be fulfilled without that initial awareness. And I, have, uh, I also have some quotes of people that actually dealt with you. Um, I want to read to the listeners just to let them know how strong you are, a person you are. Um, this is from Gene Dent. Anil Gupta is a wise and wonderful man. Any time spent with him will be of immense value to anyone. I had a casual conversation with him once at a party that literally changed the course of my life. He is a true gem. So people are grasping to you, um, Professor, and just listening to you, um, if anyone listens as, as just my listeners, they know that that speaking to you can actually change their life. You know, you know when someone's confident when they speak, the energy they give off when they speak, you can tell the type of person that they are. And I just said, like to say to you, it's an honor to have you on my show. And, you know, Raphael, I want to thank you because, you know, I have a message, and the message is this, that you don't have to be in pain. You don't have to be in suffering. There is a way out. There's always a way out. All you have to do is change one thing, and that's changing you. If you want your life to change, you have to change. You are the common denominator in everything that you do, think, eat. You are the common person in every relationship. Correct. And a lot of people these days don't think that people can change. You know, if you ask someone, uh, they say a person is set in their ways, but a person can change if they want to change. Change is evident every day in life. You know, the seasons change, night turns to day. I mean, so change is, is there for you to see. It's just if, one per if a person wants to change. You know, change gives us growth. If we don't have change, we'll be so bored. Change is very powerful. It's a, necess it's a necessity that we, we have to take on and rejoice upon. That's definitely. Uh, and... Do you have any uh, Do you have any seminars coming up that actually, my, I, my listeners can actually go to? Um, we 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 we're going to be holding a um, um, a couples retreat sometime in July, uh, uh, sorry, uh, August or September. Um, I haven't put that up yet on the website. We're just uh, negotiating that, and I'm going to be doing a health seminar with with a colleague of mine, uh, where we talk about relationships and and then we talk about health because the the quality of our life is dependent on the quality of the health that we have and the quality of the relationships that we have. So it's very, very important that we look after our health and we look after our relationships. I was uh, with Richard Branson um, uh, on his island recently, and we asked him a question. I said, Richard, you have all the wealth. What is it that, that really makes you so happy? And you know what he said? He said, relationships and health. I'm able to spend great moments with my family, with my friends, and I'm able to look after my health, too. So that's very interesting for a multi-billionaire to say that. And, you know, we yeah. should take that on board. We have to look after our relationships. We have to look after our health. And we have to look after the relationship that we have with ourselves. Okay. And I see that you're a relationship coach also. What I wanted to ask you is, do you have anything you can tell my listeners about what it takes to have a successful relationship and the time and day that we're in right now? It's, it's very easy, Raphael. I, I will, I will teach, you, teach your listeners right now. If, you, if you're having a relationship issue, 
if you're having a, uh, an issue with your spouse, if you're having an issue with your son, if you're having an issue with anyone in your life, all you have to do is one thing. If you do this one thing, your relationship will change. Go serve them. If, if you're not looking after your wife, if you're not looking after your husband, that's the reason why the relationship is failing. If you make your partner number one, if you look after their every need, just like you did when you first dated, they will never leave you. And that's what happens, Raphael. People start dating, then they look after each other, everything's great, then they get married, then they, they suddenly stop looking after each other, then they focus on themselves. That's why relationships fail. Do you think finances play a major part in relationships these days? It, it does. Actually, it absolutely does. But it, 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 it's the wrong reason. Now, six years ago, I was on the verge of suicide. I'd lost everything on the stock market. And do you know what my wife said to me when I told her? She said, honey, I thought it was something serious. I thought you had cancer. Sounds like my wife. <laughs> when you have that sort of support, how can you ever fail? There is no failure. Exactly. Uh, failure is within yourself because you have just your levels of success in, your, in what you consider failure. So everyone's failure is different. It's just how you handle that failure. Do you get back up and try again, or do you just sit there and, and feel sorry for yourself? Yeah, imagine when you, when you were a one-year-old and you started to learn to walk. Did you give up? No. You said, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk. I'm going to walk. So it's very important you listen to what you say to yourself because we have these incantations, the things that we keep repeating to ourselves. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not smart enough. Oh, I don't belong. There's something wrong. It shouldn't be like this. But if you change that incantation to, I am strong, I am powerful, I make a difference, I can help others, it makes a difference. But by just changing what you say to yourself makes such a difference. And I see, also see that you're a team, you're a group coach, as far yeah. as with the group coaching, what do you do as far as business coach? Well, uh, we, what I normally do, I work on the person themselves because once the person changes, everything changes, their relationships change. Their finances change, their outlook on health changes, the, the outlook on, on their business relationships, everything changes. But the fundamental thing that I work on is you, because if, if you change, everything changes, and it's immediate, it's so powerful. Right. And how long have you been in the States? Um, I see you're originally from London. How long have you been in the United States? Uh, we've been in the States 12 years now. Uh, we live in uh, Orlando, Florida, the happiest place in the world, which is a, a nice coincidence. And have you, you stayed, you, when you came to America, you went straight to Orlando, Florida? Yes, we did, yes. All right. And what, and you, and what schools have you worked in, actually? You said Harvard. Is there any other schools that you have worked in with the seminars? I, I have, but that's the uh, only uh, talk I've done at a university. I, I've spoken um, to groups of people. I, in fact, I, I, last, last Sunday I spoke to uh, a, a family or, or an extended family, and, and you know, we, um, I, I'll share a story. Uh, one, uh, one young man came up, and he said, look, I've got this problem. I said, what is it? He said, I've got, the, I've got, I've got an issue uh, uh, about my grades. I said, what, what do you mean you're not getting good grades? He said, well, I'm getting good grades, but it's, a, it's, it's a difficult. I said, look, your issue isn't the grades. I'll tell you what your issue is. And he said, oh, now tell me, issue is your parents. And you should have seen his face. Because he was under pressure to perform. Every time he didn't get a, an A, he felt bad. He felt like he wasn't good enough. He wasn't loved. 
Then I did an intervention with him and his father, saying, look, what is it you want from this child? And you know what the father said? I want him to be what? happy. I want him to be happy. And I said, look, by you pushing him on the grapes, do you think your son is going to be happy? Then he realized that he's pushing his son too hard. That's and most awareness. of the time... Sorry, that's where the awareness... And most of the time, it's the family that actually stops you from being... Even like yesterday, when I had the, the guest yesterday, um, we spoke on that. The family pressures you. The family, when you're young, they believe in everything you do. But once you reach a certain age, the family pressures you and... And the pressure that they p apply to you, it actually changes, it forces you to think a certain way, more like a program way. If I don't do this, that, this, that, this, that, and this, that for my family, they're going to feel a certain way when all it takes is communication. And with communication, you can solve a lot of problems. Yeah. You know, it's just that young, it's yeah. just that adolescents, they take time, they, the adolescents, they, they don't, they have a problem with communicating. Yeah, it's I very true. And I'll share, you know, what I, what I feel happens. So, for example, you have a baby born in the house, and no matter what the baby does, it gets total applause and love and attention, um, and it goes on for several years. And then around the age of three, four, or five, or six, around that sort of age, they don't get that adoration. They don't get that love, unrequited, uh, the unconditional love. And then the child feels something's happened. When they go to school, they're told to be quiet, don't speak, only put your hand out when you want to sp be spoken to, and keep still. So all of a sudden, all that energy and vitality is destroyed. And the child thinks, oh my goodness, I have to do something now to be loved. I have to do something to feel belonging. That's a big change in a child's uh, uh, life, a huge change. Previously, they could do anything and they would be loved, then all of a sudden, they feel they have to do something to feel loved. That's true. And the and, and the time and if a lot of families are working a lot of families work most of the time, so when the families really don't have time to bond maybe on the weekends if the parent doesn't don't work like that. Uh, most of the time the parents at work, the child's home, then when the parent come home comes home they eat dinner and everybody go to sleep and then you move on to the next day. You know, so if the family, the mother and the children, mother, father, and the children are not bonding and not communicating, so the child just thinks that I gotta just keep up these levels of grades. Okay, if I don't, then I won't get this, that, and the third. Yeah, it's uh, Raphael. It's very true, and it's sad. But you know, I have a simple technique that can can help a lot of people, and I, and I'll share it with you if I may. So, for example, it's not the quantity of time you spend with the child. It's the quality of the time. So, for example, it's not what you say to them, it's how you say it. So let me give you an example. I, I would always leave the, the, the uh, tube, uh, uh, the, the lid off the toothpaste tube, and it would annoy my wife. And I would do it deliberately to annoy her. But one day, this is what she said to me. Honey, every time you leave the lid off, I lose some love for you. So that was painful for me. I thought, wow, I didn't realize they went so deep. So I made sure that I, I put the lid back on. So another thing, I, I, this, is, this is great coaching I give my clients. Often a, a, a husband would say to the wife, love ya, see ya. What does that really mean? It means that, you know, it's not important. But just listen to what I would say to my wife in 30 seconds. Honey, I want to thank you for the gifts you've given me. I thank you for the joy you've given me in my life. I thank you for the wonderful children 
that you've given me that I love so much, I would die for them. I cannot imagine life without you. I, I would, in an instant, give up my life for you. I love you so much. Thank you. That's strong, strong words. The power of the words. The way it is. It's just the way the words are put together. And it's authentic. It, 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 that would take 30 seconds. When I say that to my wife, she starts bawling her eyes out because she's present to the love I have for her. How beautiful is that? Imagine you said something like that to your son. Son, I want to tell you something. I'm proud of you. I love you. I care for you. I respect you. I, I think you're such a great kid, the way you handle yourself, the way you look after people, how thoughtful you are. I'm incredibly proud of you, and I'm honored to be your father. Imagine my son, 12-year-old, listening to that. How beautiful would that be for him? It would actually, he, would, he loves you already because you're his father, but he would just love you more just because of the way that you took the time just to say that to him. Yeah, and it's authentic, it's deep, it's powerful, and that would sustain him forever. And, you know, that's the thing that we lack these days is that Family, old-fashioned family structure. Sit at the table with your family, eat dinner, talk, find out how everyone's day is going, how's everybody doing, how's school, converse about life, and then go to bed. Now, the family structure is come home from work, mother's in one room, father's in another room, the kid's in the living room watching some show on TV, and there's no real, the love is not, everybody's just there together. Yeah, they're not no present. Yeah, they're not present in each other's lives unless they do things, maybe go go away on trips or spend that time together. And even on trips sometimes, the kids are away from the family, doing pool yeah. or whatever, doing what they want to do. So they, there's so many things today that breaks the family structure, from a smartphone to your computer to television to the radio. to the so It's something that breaks that connection. Yeah. So I, I have a beautiful exercise. You know you mentioned the dinner table. I have a beautiful dinner table exercise that will change the relationship with your wife and your children and with yourself. It's so beautiful. Can I share that with you guys? Yes. Okay, so this is what we would do. We started this when my, 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 I think my daughter was seven and my son was nine. So we'd sit around the table and I would ask my wife, Honey, is there something that you've done today that you have not been acknowledged for? So she would say something, well, I cooked this great meal. No one said thank you. So we would fix that. And then I would, I would ask the same question to my son. And he'd, he'd say, look, Dad, I got these great grades, and no one, no one acknowledged me. No one said, good job. No one said thank you. None of that stuff. So then we would fix that. Then my daughter would, would um, say something. Then I would say something. The next question we would ask is, what magical thing happened today? What magical moment did you, were you... Uh, observe, what did you observe today? So they know we're going to ask them that question. So they're looking for magical moments. They're looking for something magical that happened that day. So when you're looking for something like that, you will always find it. The next question we would ask is, what act of kindness did you see? What act of kindness did you perform? So again, they would start looking, and then they know they're going to be asked in the evening, so they'll start looking during the day, and then they'll perform. And it's a muscle. As they develop that muscle, their thinking changing. Then we would ask them, do you have any unresolved issues that you wanted to talk over? And one day my son said this to me. He said, Dad, you lied to me. And I, I have a very high level of integrity and honesty. And I thought, well, that's interesting, son. I, I'm surprised you say that. But why do you say that? Please explain to me. He said, look, Dad, 
the other day you said you would play with me and you would come back and play with me in 10 minutes, but you took over an hour. So you lied to me. And he was right. I did. But I was unaware that I said that. So from then onwards, I realized I have to be careful what I say, what I promise, and how I say it. But that erased the level of our communication to such a great extent. Now my son is 23, my daughter is 21, and we can have very deep, meaningful communications. We can discuss when I'm upset, when they're upset. So this, we did this, and the next day I would get my son to lead the meeting. And then the next day my daughter would lead the meeting. So they would have to act professionally, they would have to have leadership skills, they have to be patient, and they have to be respectful. So it teaches you a lot about all of these things, just around the dinner table, and it only takes 10 minutes. And that's really what we need these days. We need families to be more active in the children's lives. That's why the youth are going uh, school shootings and guns in school, is because the parents are not taking the time to bond with their children. Yes. And for the listeners yes. listening... These techniques I hope you you wrote down on the paper. Uh, if not, please go to syndication and write that down. Those are very powerful tools to help you bond with your children. And, you know, the results are immediate. Very powerful. Well, the, the, the people, I, hopefully, on the third eye vision, I'm pretty sure that the listeners here will definitely use your techniques because the people that, the people that come to this show right here are basically people looking to be aware, um, looking for some type of change in their life. And definitely, this right here, what you explained to them will definitely help some families deal with the situation of bonding with their children if they're not bonding already. Good. And, you know, if, if you uh, want, me to, want me to come back, we can even do um, uh, phone-ins and we can discuss particular issues so that they can have practical use immediately. Yes, we could definitely, we'll definitely, definitely set, we'll set that up and we'll have the listeners, you know, I'll post it on my blog. And we'll have listeners come up in any problem, any issues that they have. They can call and speak to you, and you could give them some type of resolution or some way to help them try to resolve their problems. Because everyone has yeah. problems. No Absolutely. It, yeah. You could be rich or you could be poor. Problems still there. You know, when you're rich, sometimes you have more problems than the poor because you have more issues <laughs> to deal with. Uh, and and some people are just poor in spirit with issues. Absolutely. You know? So I would like to say definitely, um, um, Professor, it was an honor to have you. Do you have any last inspiring words you would like to share with our audience or how they can contact you or sign up for your services or invite you to speak? Sure. Uh, I, I, I love to speak, and I, I'm particularly keen on helping anyone with any personal issues. Um, the website is immediatehappiness.com. Um, there is a way to uh, contact me there, and there is a, a form there. If, if you fill in that form, we, we can do a one-to-one -one session um, and then resolve the issue and then uh, move on forward from there. And you can download the, the book is for free and there are free videos. So I, I want to give a gift to all of your uh, members. Now here's a beautiful exercise that you can all do. Write down three people who've made an impact in your life, whether it's a teacher, a nurse, a doctor, uh, a friend, a father, mother, brother, sister, child. Write down three people who've made an impact in your life. Now, after you've done that, go and call them and tell them what difference it made to them. You know, there's a, a friend of mine, uh, actually he's in the room right now, my cousin. He shared something I told him uh, 20 years ago that made a big difference in his life. And when he told me, I was very moved. I thought, wow, that, that's a great thing. But, you know, sometimes when we don't share these things, 
the other person never knows. And by us sharing, we feel better, they feel better. It empowers us and it empowers them. So it's, it's, it, communication is so vital. It's important that we share everything that we can so that we can help others. And by helping others, we help ourselves. Correct. That's where you get most joy in helping people. And that's what people need to learn. You'll, you'll be rewarded spiritually and you'll feel better by just helping someone else. You know, just telling somebody uh, something something good or just telling someone, have a nice day. Maybe they had the worst day that day and that the words, your words, they don't know you from any from anywhere and your words could just change someone or just caring about someone else could just change someone's perception of you. you know, they might see you one way and you might be like, good afternoon, sir, and it changes their whole perception of you that quick. Yeah, and, you know, we never know what people are going through. Someone may, may be... Uh, having an issue with their spouse, someone may have cancer, someone may have had bad news. By you just changing their focus for a few seconds can make such a difference. Correct. Well, um, Professor Gupta, I would say it's a pleasure to have you on my show this evening um, and an honor, and we'll, we will definitely speak on having that show, um, having you here again to have a show, a question to answer where people can call in and ask you questions and you can possibly help them with some type of solution. And basically, I want to read one more quote from someone, just to, just to let the listeners know how much of a great person you are. Uh, this is from Jane Price. I had the luck to have my path crossed with the news very recently. I had just been diagnosed with a reoccurrence of breast cancer, was feeling at a low. Finding talking to Neil was a turning point for me. I have always been positive, but I had been finding it harder to be so. With Anil's help, I was able to really become focused again on what mattered and how how could he help my life. How could I help myself? He was inspirational, kind, and caring, and very quickly made me realize that there are great people out there who can do, can and do make a difference to the everyday lives of others and to the paths they choose to follow. That's Miss Jane Price. Uh, I'd like to say just keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, sir. And I'm and I'm to myself. I appreciate it. And I'm pretty sure the listeners appreciate it. And I also, I'm pretty sure that your listeners and your people, followers, and the people that attend your seminar are very grateful of your services, sir. Great. Thank you, Raphael. I appreciate you uh, passing such a beautiful message to uh, as many people as possible. You're welcome, sir. Have a wonderful evening. And once again, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, that was P Professor Anil Gupta. As he said, just go to his site if you need any inspiration. Uh, you, the book, if you're interested in purchasing the book, Immediate Happiness, you can go to his uh, website. And like we always say here, people, live aware, not in fear. Right? This is a this is a quote from basically. I want to give you a quote. And it's like this. People may, you may know me, but you have no idea of who I am. And what that means is that a person might know you, might cross your path every day, but they don't know who you are because they don't know what your levels of success are. They don't know what you're striving for. They only have a perception and they only know what you tell them. And like I always say, always laugh when you can because it's cheap medicine. So people, instead of being down and out, and feeling sorry for yourself, get up and know that tomorrow's a new day and that change is a part of life. All right? Your future is created by what you do today, not tomorrow. 
As you know, we are the past, we are the present, we are the future. Truth has no agenda. Stay positive and focused because misery loves company. Okay? And what you want to do is, is be so good that people can't ignore you. If you're trying to be a writer, you're trying to be an author, you're trying to be an inspirational speaker, a motivational speaker, be so good, put in so much work that people cannot ignore you. That's the way to success. Because anything you're doing, there's a million people doing it. It's just what's going to make you different, what's going to make you stand alone. And that's what makes the difference, is being an individual. To me, creativity brings forth longevity. If you're creative, then you have longevity because if you're a creative person, a writer, photographer, you can always use that skill. Right? So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for coming to Third Eye Vision. It's greatly appreciated. We are the past. We are the present. We are the future. You see things and you say, why? But I dream things that never were. And I say, why not? So peace, love, and prosperity, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, thank you for supporting www.thirdeyevision.com. Thank you for coming out to www.blogtalkradio.com. Thank you for the support. It is greatly appreciated. To my wife, I love you. To my mother, I love you. To my family, I love you. To my supporters, I love you. To my sister, I love you. To even the people that don't like me, I love you. So everybody stay weird, don't live in fear, and we out. Peace.